1: thing goes motto of the show let your truth reflect
2: fly probably
0: the only good advice i'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and change here are your hosts kathy K and tommy hey welcome to strict anonymous podcast with kathy if you want to follow the show follow the show on twitter at strict anonymous or me at cartoon therapy if you want to write a review that would be great write a review on stitcher on itunes or wherever you're listening to my podcast if you want to be on the show. Or you just want to write in and tell me what you think about the show, give me your two cents. I love listening. I mean, hearing from my listeners. Uh, Send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, if you want to be on the show, I'm always looking for callers, especially women. If you have, like, a problem or a secret life and you want to just talk about it, uh, I'd love to have you on. And just so you know, my show is strictly anonymous because everyone who calls in remains anonymous. I don't know who the people are. I never out them. I mean, like I said, I don't even know who they are, so I couldn't out them even if I wanted to. Um, But you get to make up uh, your name and you get to make up where you're from. I just require you to be honest about everything else. And I could even fuck with your voice, by the way. I could change anyone's voice completely, so... Write in if you want to be on the show, podcast at gmail.com. Today I have on the show, today my podcast is late uh in being aired because I was taping a podcast yesterday, which was really good. I just re- listened to it and edited it, and it's a really good podcast about a guy whose wife cheated on him, like hardcore cheated, and... uh I think it's a great topic because I think a lot of guys can relate, and I think that I give him a lot of good advice about cheating, and we just talk about the subject in a good way. but the problem is is like towards the we were having technical issues, which I deleted, or like you know I edited it out, but towards the end of the conversation, we had spoke probably about forty minutes, we had more technical issues, and we got disconnected, and then he was never. Uh, reachable again I tried calling him back I tried emailing him he just fucking disappeared I've been trying everything since yesterday email I called him one only once back once and uh, he's gone so I, I can't I just got to air the episode because I think it's really good um, so what I decided to do was pair it with another hang up. I have like five hang ups. Most of them are all guys with really bad accents <laughs> that I met on an adult friend finder. Like three of those, okay? Three poor guys who called up but could barely speak English and then they just hung up. But I also had this one guy who to me was gonna be like one of my best podcasts ever. He was a guy who was gonna who was calling himself Dracula and he I found him on craigslist and he was into blumpkins. I didn't know what a fucking blumpkin Was, um, i'm not going to tell you what it is If you don't know you're gonna have to listen because he explains it I asked him to explain it to my listeners because I had never heard of it But he was really interested in a bull in blumpkining or bl- <laughs> or Getting a blumpkin or having an like engaging in a blumpkin with a woman And that's what we were going to talk about and we talked about it for a little while um, His call is not 30 40 minutes his calls like 10 minutes. Maybe I don't know He could have been two hours I know he was gonna be super interesting because he sent me like a million emails But maybe he was just like all talk no action I don't know because this is a guy that had so much shit to say I could maybe read his emails But I think that that would be boring Um, I, You know, but he just called in and explained what bumpkins were he talked about some early sexual experiences And then he was about to reveal what happened to him when he was like younger and he just like checked out and never to be heard from again, kind of like this guy today. (laughs) He didn't respond to emails, nothing. I tried everything I could to get him back on because he was definitely going to be a good guy to talk to. Uh, And he sounded funny too and cool, but I don't know. He checked out and that was it. So anyway, I paired him up with this guy because it just like hang ups, two hang ups, two interesting calls. Um, So if you want to know what a Blumpkin is, you'll uh, you'll you have to listen to the cheating episode first (laughs) And if you're into cheating and maybe you don't care what a Blumpkin is I suggest just waiting to hear the second one because like I said, it's only 10 minutes and it's kind of entertaining His name is Dracula. So after that one ends i'll i'll do a little like something to pair them up together and that's that's the that's it So i'll be right back on with dave (laughs)
2: Yes, it is.
0: Hey, Dave from Colorado. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, um... You, I responded to your ad. I just reread your ad on Craigslist that you posted. And it's just basically doesn't give a lot of information. And that's the way I like to take my calls anyway. And basically what happened is your wife, you caught your wife cheating on you and you're looking for a woman's perspective. And I know the emails that we, that went back and forth between us, like you kept saying to me, like, it's so odd that somebody's emailing me on Craigslist, you know, to be on a show, which I get, but I would say probably some people would say it's very odd that you posted your ad on Craigslist, right? So I wonder, because yeah. I get a lot of people that post. I see a lot of guys. I, I put in a search term. I just put in the word advice, and then I get all these e- um, ads for all over the United States that guys like you are posting, and they're looking for advice. Do you think it's because, like... I mean, why did you post your ad on Craigslist in the casual encounters department about your wife cheating?
2: Say that again?
0: Why did you post your ad... Right in that the on Craigslist looking for advice is it because like you don't have any female friends or is it because you don't want anyone to know like in your regular life what what happened with your wife like why would you why why does somebody post an ad on Craigslist looking for strangers' advice I know why I do it and I have a feeling I know why maybe you would do it but I'm just wondering from you
2: I I did it because like your second you said it was uh, I know. I kind of want to keep it, no one really knows, so I don't. I kind of want to keep it, you know, confidential, anonymous, you know.
0: Uh-huh. I don't
2: want a bunch of people to know my business.
0: Right. And I think it's pretty, like, embarrassing, right, when, I mean, it's the same thing for a woman. I've had guys cheat on me before. I think we've all experienced it. I think women experience it a lot more than men because a lot mm-hmm. of men cheat. I think it's a little I mean women cheat too all the time, right? My brother's wife, he mm-hmm. caught his first wife cheating on him. Um so it happens. And but I think when it happens to a guy, it's even more sort of horrifying because it's not really common and I think a lot of guys like to keep that under wraps because it doesn't happen often and I think um mm-hmm. it's kind of embarrassing for a guy, right? Like on a certain yeah. level. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so could you tell me the details? And I know you're like, you're 34, right? How long you got? How long have you and your wife been married for?
2: So we've been married just over six years.
0: So you've been together for a long time, right? And now how did you find mm-hmm. out that your wife was cheating on you?
2: Um, I found out by actually catching her in the act.
0: You're fucking kidding me. Like you walked in on her with the guy?
2: Yeah, I did. I uh, So i only away with, a good amount on, on business. So I usually if I'm gone I usually leave on like a Sunday night, and come back Friday night. Um uh-huh. I don't think I've ever come home early. So I came back on Thursday night. I didn't I didn't tell her, I was just gonna come home figuring, you know, things would be normal. You know, not necessarily a surprise, but just you know, just come home early. And so I walked in the door and they were right there in the living room.
0: They were right in the living room? Yeah. And were they actually having sex, or were they just like getting in like like they were i mean like how much into the cheating were they involved in when you saw them? Um, uh
2: well they were they were actually having sex like
0: oh my God, let me ask you this, did you know the guy?
2: I did not know the guy, so that was always good,
0: okay, so what did oh my god, they must have flipped out when you walked in
2: like yeah what? they. <laughs> It was, I, I mean, I don't know how much detail you want, so... Um.
0: All the details.
2: <laughs> so when I walked in, I i was totally shocked. And they both were too, and they both jumped up. Um, you know, she started saying she was sorry, and he didn't say anything. He was just kind of also in full shock.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And then I didn't do what most guys think they would do or what I thought I would do, like, you know, kick the guy's ass or whatever. Totally. I just, I just said, I'm gonna leave in 10 minutes. You guys look, be better be gone. And then, so I just turned around and left.
0: Let me tell you, that's a much more common reaction. I've been in a situation, I'm like a somebody that really knows how to speak up for myself and I would think like in certain, so you would think in certain situations, you know, I'd be the type that would step up and kick someone's ass in the middle of a situation like that too. But I have to say that what happens when you get in, when most people get in, like when faced with a situation like that, you do go into shock and you cannot react appropriately like Mm there's just a delayed reaction like you go over it in your head and you think to yourself like you know maybe three days later like oh my god I wish I would have done this and that you know um but it's very common I think to just sit there and and sort of freeze up because it's Mm -hmm. there it you are in shock for sure you know I think it's much more yeah. of a human being reaction is what I'm trying to say, even though like in the movies, they might play it out like someone beats the shit out of it. But I think in real life, the way it really goes down is a lot of times it's just so shocking and you're just, it's like seeing a car accident. You almost, you're, you're like sort of outside of yourself, you know, because I think it's our our brain's way of like sort of being able to process a really horrifying situation that we kind of like get out of ourselves. Like we check out of it a little bit, you know, because it's almost too much to take that in, right? So yeah, you left, right? It's like I think it's survival, and you know. All right, so you leave, right? You're gone for ten minutes. You come back, mm-hmm. and then was that guy? Gone? I'm assuming the guy was gone, right?
2: Yeah, they're actually, they were both gone. I, 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 I had them both. I told them both that they need to leave. So. Oh,
0: she was gone too.
2: Yeah. So it was. It was actually a couple of days before I, I talked to her again.
0: Now, do you guys have kids?
2: No, we don't. So, so that, that's always good.
0: Right. You didn't have to figure out what to do with the poor kids in the middle of the situation. So there was a call. Like now, was she trying to reach out to you in those beginning, you know, like in the- uh,
2: Yeah. She was texting me and stuff, you know, saying she was sorry and and she wanted to talk, you know, obviously, I guess, explain herself. you know.
0: Uh-huh. So. And you were... So, but
2: I, I, I ignored her for, you know, a couple of days.
0: Now let me ask you this: Who did you talk to? Like you, you were like probably in the worst place of your life. Like you're so horrified what just happened. Who were you? A did you tell anybody what went down?
2: You no, know, there, there's very few people who know, and that's kind of why I went on to practice. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, keeping a lot. Listen, a
0: lot of guys are. Women are much more. That's why I think, you know, guys like calling into my show and why, like in a weird way, this is like a good thing to do. And I get more men than women because most women are very open about what goes on in their life. They're very open about their feelings and stuff with their friends. You know, that's just like a woman thing. But guys aren't sort of like that they're not wired that way so when guys have problems they don't really have anyone to talk to you know guys just don't do that kind of stuff they don't call up their friend and say hey I got a problem women do that all the time so I get mostly men calling in but men get have problems like you know shit happens and who do you have to talk to and I find that across the board a lot of guys don't have anyone that they could talk to so I know that you said you don't have many people that really know, but like in those three days while you're sitting there not talking to her, just taking it all in, like what are you doing? Are you just in your head about it? Was there at least one person that you could call and talk to about this?
2: I didn't act- I talk to anyone. It was just all in my head. I was oh, yeah. trying to work through it,
0: find it. Now, let me I ask you this cheating. because this is what I believe about cheating. and. You know, I talk about it with my guy friends a lot, I think, and I don't know if I'm just like sort of perpetuating a double standard, but I think a lot of guys cheat because they need variety and they need a different kind of piece of ass, you know, whatever. And they're just wired Mm -hmm. that way. But I always feel like when a woman cheats, she's either like – I don't know. It, it a lot of times it's because she's unhappy in the relationship. More so than yeah. she's just physically turned on by some guy that walked down the street and she's like, oh, I gotta fuck him. You know, why girls aren't sort of women aren't sort of like that, you know? So a lot of times by the time a woman cheats in a relationship, what I think is probably that woman was unhappy in that relationship and her needs weren't getting met. And unfortunately, what I think happens in a lot of relationships is a woman speaks up when she's unhappy for a long time. And unfortunately what happens is most guys don't really listen to women, (laughs) or they don't believe them. Do you know what I mean? They try to like kind of turn it off, you know, and this is like a common problem that happens in relationships because the woman's complaining, complaining, complaining. The guy just thinks she's a fucking nag. And then, you know, after she complains and she speaks up and she really gives you the information that you need to make things better if you don't really listen as a guy, and you don't really change, like there's this point of no return. That a lot of times by mm-hmm. the guy, by the time a guy, a woman either leaves a man or she's cheating and she's gone that far. A lot of times it's kind of too late. Like you've let that those problems go, you know, for so long. Yeah. So, do you feel like that's true in your relationship? Like you guys were having problems, and you were just kind of like sweeping it under the table.
2: Uh, I, I don't. I actually don't think so. I think our, our relationship is pretty good. I think our biggest issue was me being gone so much. And mm-hmm. she, she, I've had a little bit of time to internalize this. And she, she liked attention. She liked, you know, and I think.
0: Well, she probably needed gone, it. I mean, the difference is that she didn't like it. She probably needed it.
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So she kind of needed that attention. that, that, in, in, that that's kind of what I think. That, uh, our, our relationship, unless I'm totally, totally oblivious, which is possible um
0: yes a lot of guys are totally oblivious just so
2: you know. but, but, but pretty decent you know we, you know the biggest thing that we would talk about was you know or our biggest problems would be me being gone so much and not being able to give her that attention or, you know that she needed
0: right but see that's a big problem you know that's a mm-hmm. that's a big problem you know and that's unfortunate because like You say from your perspective and maybe from hers that you guys were pretty compatible, right, on every other level. And when you were together, things were pretty okay, right? But you travel for business so much and you're just not there. And that's really hard on any relationship. Like it really is. Especially, I don't think that there's many women out there that could deal with not having a guy, you know, being really close with a guy and having that being her only guy and the only person that's supplying her with the stuff that she needs, you know, and have him sort of gone for more than half of the week, right? Are you a consultant? Mm-hmm. So you do consulting work. Do you do, are you a consultant?
2: yeah, I do that type of stuff. Yeah,
0: right. So you're gone and it's like you know the whole week and you really are there. So you're really gone more than you are you know, at home. And if you really think yep. about it, right. Cause once I had a girlfriend who was like, Oh my guy goes down to Florida two times, uh, you know, two weeks out of every uh, month. And I'm like, Oh, so basically you guys don't spend six months out of the year together. And she like kind of never looked at it that way. And she was kind of horrified when you put it that way. So if you really think about your situation, you put it in that kind of terms, you know, this woman has to deal with seeing her husband, maybe like th- three months out of the year. If you put it total yeah. together, that's really, really difficult. And it puts it's such a tough situation for you because what can you do? You know, that's what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. That's how you were supporting her, right? That's how you, yeah. you know... And she went into it knowing that that's what you did, right? I'm assuming you were always a consultant? Yeah, so
2: I've been doing this for a while, so... You what? I've, I've been doing it for a while, so before we met, I was doing this, technically.
0: Of... Right, so the whole time you were married, she was doing that. But, you know... I think it's a really, I think it's really hard. And I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, what happens when you leave a lot of time in between being together, uh, people could meet people. Shit could go down. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you leave somebody alone for five days out of the week. Okay? People meet yep. people in life, you know? So I just don't think it's really good because this shit happens. You know, maybe, I, how did you ever get the story of where she met her guy? the
2: guy that she was with? Yeah I got it. I got a few. I mean he was actually uh an actually an older coworker of hers that she's been with for a uh... while.
0: Yeah, see, that's what happens. Like, you're spending time with people in your life, and you don't have anything else going on, even though she had that relationship with you, right? And then she establishes, Mm -hmm. like, a friendship with somebody, and those things could turn. Like, that happens in real life. Like, so I think it's not good to have so much time apart, but, like, what do you do in your situation when that's just the way that it goes, you know? You're not going to change your... You can't change your career, right? I
2: mean, I guess I could, Depends on you. I don't know how much money I make, you know, anything like that. But you know, right. So right now, I'm kind of in where, You know, I'm kind of in it. So
0: now, let me ask I you this: TV When you so when you finally talked to her, what happened? Like, what was that first meeting like? When you finally decided to? Because I'm assuming you guys have had conversations and you eventually met up with her after you didn't see her for a couple of days.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, it's you know obviously her being sorry, me, you know, kind of wondering, you know, why. And she did kind of explain that I wasn't there all the time and she needed it, and it just kind of evolved into, you know, a physical relationship.
0: Yeah, stuff like um, that just happens. I'm telling you, it's not so mm-hmm. like she's not this terrible person that probably set out to have an affair. Like I'm, I'm, I'm probably right. I mean, some people are pretty messed up, and some people are like total damage goods, and they'll just cheat on anyone because they're insecure and it comes about. But sometimes yeah. regular people that are pretty solid wind up cheating because shit just happens that's why people should be very non-judgmental to other people that cheat because you never fucking know if it'll happen to you (laughs) and do you know what i mean because stuff just goes down right she probably Mm -hmm. did not set out to cheat on you even though she didn't like the situation she probably just became friends with this guy and things sort of evolved and you know they crossed the line um that Mm -hmm. stuff happens even if you don't think it would ever happen to you
2: yeah, and I also believe that she, you know, once that does happen, it gets more intimate, then you've got that, that newness of a relationship, you know? Oh, totally. Kind of I mean, listen, I things. watch
0: a lot. I'm, like, obsessed with Dateline's lines and 48 hours, and, you know, everyone's always killing someone because they fall in love with another person that they're cheating with. And I'm always, like, they're so dumb. Like, of course the cheating person is always going to seem great you know what i mean because you don't mm-hmm. even really know them they're not really a part of your regular real life right it's just yeah. this sort of illicit scenario and it's you know you're seeing each other with a small amount of time and i mean listen some people maybe they could take that kind of situation and turn it into a relationship that lasts but most of the time i think it's uh, most people are having more fun in their with the cheating person because they're not really having a real relationship with that person and anybody that's mm-hmm. stupid enough to leave the real person for the person they're cheating I think is heading for like you know a a downfall because I don't think it technically or typically works out right I mean you and her are the ones that are having the real relationship you and her are the ones that need to work on your relationship this guy was just sort of there and she was sort of using him for what she Mm -hmm. wasn't getting in her relationship but you guys have the history right like you guys have been together for so long
2: yeah so.
0: Yeah, but, okay, but let me ask you this. So when you finally, what was that first meeting like? She explained to you how she met him, right? And, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and does she, I mean, is she sitting there? Listen, there's two ways this could go. You know, some people will be like, you know what? I'm in love with this person, and I want to leave you. Like, you see that happen, right? Um, Is she mm-hmm. saying that to you, or was she saying, this was a mistake, and I want to stay with you? No,
2: yeah, it, it was the, the latter. You know, this was a mistake. She wanted to stay with me. Um, you know, forgive her, uh-huh. that type of
0: stuff. Right, uh huh. And it's right. hard because, like you, I mean, let me ask you this: because I had one boyfriend cheat on me once, and I totally trusted him. Like I really, one hundred percent trusted him. So that whole cheating thing took me like by total shock, right? And I think we've all had mm-hmm. moments like that in life. And when you to me, when something like that happens, when someone looks you in the eye and completely lies and you have no idea and someone you totally... It really fucks with your sense of trust. And it could really ruin you for a while. I mean, it did for me, you know. um, how, like So how long ago did this happen?
2: A um, little over a month ago.
0: Did you completely trust her like you would never have believed that she would do something like that? Like, did you guys have total trust in your relationship? Uh-
2: yeah, I did. I mean, I mean, I, I, She told me she was going somewhere. I was, I, I believed her. If I, you know, I never would check her phone. I didn't care what it was on emails. I, you know, I just didn't think she would ever do that.
0: Let me ask you so, this: Were you ever? Did you ever cheat on her?
2: I, I have not. No.
0: Right. So you were totally monogamous, even though you were always on the road. Yes. Right, and let me ask you this, too. Did she cop to, like, seeing this guy for a long time? Is it something that had just started? Were there other people? Like, did she sort of open up and tell you everything? Or, like, what did she say about the whole situation?
2: Um, the story she told me was about five months ago or so. They started working more together, you know, and involved into having lunches, and it involved into having dinner. And then I would say about, from what she said, two months, uh-huh. About two months ago, she ate, it started getting more intimate, physical kissing, um, and then it, it evolved into, you know, fondling and then getting naked, giving each other oral, and having actual sex.
0: Yeah, well, yeah um,
2: okay. She, and so then they, uh, so I asked her, you know, once they, they started getting me, how often was it? And so once they got into full-on sex, she said, when I was gone, they'd have sex three or four times a week. So Oy. they were doing it a lot.
0: How for yeah. how long? Two months?
2: Um, for about yeah, probably a little over a month.
0: Right, that must have killed you to hear that.
2: Yeah, that was that was pretty tough. I mean, she was you know, you know, whenever I left, she went to his house or he came over and they you know they.
0: Right, and that's really hard too, the fact that, you know, when someone brings somebody into your house, you know, like that's your house, that's where you guys live, like that's your couch, you know what I mean? And that's like really, I think, you know, it's such a betrayal, you know, all that stuff is very hard to get past. Um, Mm -hmm. Though I'm not somebody, this is the thing, like I'm not somebody that thinks just because somebody cheated on you, you have to leave them, right? I think Mm -hmm. each situation is very different. And I think depending on how much you have invested in a relationship, it's like that. those kind of things, like that information uh, changes things. Like, listen, if you're dating someone for a year and they cheat on you, I'd say leave that person, you know? But when somebody has kids or they've been together for a long time, like sometimes you're like, you know, shit happens. And sometimes you don't, it's not, uh, you know, there. it's not, uh, the, to- like, it's not the, a reason to totally let go of everything that you had with the person, but sometimes it is, you know, and that's the mm-hmm. situation, you know, you have to take every situation separately. Like I said, I don't think it's a blanket statement just someone, cause someone cheated you, you should leave. It just depends on what's involved and how you feel and whether you think you could ever trust somebody again i think people do get through that and people can learn to trust again in a relationship but i think it's really really hard you know and that's what you have to kind of think about i'm assuming because you're putting this ad out you're looking for advice like you don't know what you want to do right yeah
2: i I don't i'm I'm just kind of you know i'm torn between you know one or the other do i stay or do i go you know
0: Right, because you obviously said, like, things were good be- in, between you and her. But, you know, and so you didn't really have any other issues. And you guys, were you guys planning on having kids?
2: Um, Yeah, eventually. But, you know, it's gone a lot. So we decided to hold off until either I changed jobs or, you know, something happens, you know.
0: So let me ask you this. How far out were you from actually changing jobs? Like, if you could um, change jobs... Gonna- you know, for, to have kids and to start that part of your life. You guys, you're 34, right? So like, when did you plan yeah. on making that move?
2: Well, uh, it probably been a couple of years. Um, cause I would, you know, moved up enough where I wouldn't have to travel as much, you know?
0: Right. So but but that's not going to happen anytime soon. No. Right. So, and how does she, like, have you guys discussed like where you go from here? Like what, like what you would do? What about getting some sort of therapy between you guys?
2: Um, We 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 talked maybe about therapy. Um, we haven't agreed on that, but we. I mean, really, we don't know where we're going to go, and I, I have no clue where to go. So that's kind of why my posting is maybe not the greatest advice from people. But you no, know, no, no.
0: Listen, you, you know, I don't know. Places. Have you had people respond to you, like anybody besides me?
2: <laughs> I, I I've had people actually a, a good amount of people respond. It's you know a varied responses. You know, so.
0: But I mean, have you gotten any like advice from people?
2: Yeah, the the, the most normal advice I would give was, um, you know, go see a therapist. Don't divorce right away. You know, make sure that you're, this is what you want.
0: Right, exactly, um, and I think that that is the the best advice. You know, seek therapy for sure because to build trust in a relationship is really difficult. Um, you're going to need therapy just on your own to, so that you could have help with that. Especially also like, I remember with the boyfriend who totally cheated on me. Eventually I, I turned into a crazy distrustful maniac when I was dating him. And, uh, I remember when I broke up with him finally, cause I couldn't take it. He was just like, Oh, that's fine. Like you're so psychotic anyway. Like, and I was like, no, like my <laughs> psychosis ends with you. I didn't trust you. Like I'll leave you and I'll be fine. And that wasn't true. Actually, unfortunately, what happened was that distrust and what happened with him, you know, stayed with me. And I became a very distrustful person in my relationships after. I thought, oh, once I leave him and, you know, I could just go trust somebody else. It was him that was the problem, which is true. But it's not just, unfortunately, it's not the way that it works. You know, sometimes like, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're, someone pulls the rug out from under you like that, your sense of trust goes out the window and it goes out the window for everybody. So you have to really work on that. With yourself, So you definitely want to get therapy for that part of you so that no matter yeah. who you're with, whether it's her and you're going to learn how to trust her again, or it's another woman and you have to learn how to trust a woman. As long as you're going to be keeping, you know, you're going to have this job, even if you left her tomorrow, right? You're mm-hmm. going to meet another woman. You might be afraid most likely that it'll happen again because you're on the road. And how do you, how do you trust anybody now when you sort of leave and you don't want to become a crazy distrustful person, but you're going to have the, you you might go down that path because of what happened. So you want therapy yourself. And then I do believe mm-hmm. that you want to have therapy between you and your girl. Cause you guys have been together for a while. You only have a couple more years to go before, you know, things change and you could be home all the time and maybe you guys were going to have kids and things were really good between you. It's the only problem is is that you're not around enough, right? But what's the solution yeah. to that for the next couple of years? How is she going to be able to deal with that if she can't, you know, cuz she get a hobby or do something <laughs> like what, you know, what is yeah. the, what is she going to do that is going to make you feel like okay, things are different because for her to say, "Oh, I'll just Let's just go back and be together, and you're going to go on the road. Like, you know, if something doesn't change, what, why are you going to believe that she's not going to go do the same thing, you know? Yeah. And I think, yeah, I,
2: I yeah. yeah, I understand
0: what you're saying totally. Yeah, so it has to be, you have to be given some tools and some ideas of how to change the situation with that while you, because you can't change your job, you know? And I think a good, couples counselor marriage therapist whatever would be able to help and you guys should probably go down that route first before you divorce because Mm -hmm. like i said you said that you don't have any other problems like you guys are pretty good together it's just the distance thing but that's a problem for her you know yes and that's how is she going to resolve it that's what she needs therapy for too you know And I get that. I think that that's really hard to spend five days alone when you have a relationship and you have nobody to go out to dinner with, you know, and especially if she's a woman and there's a guy and he could feel that she's starting to like him. I mean, that guy knew how to get down her pants. Do you know what I'm saying? She was like needy of something and sort of vulnerable. And, you know, I think it's a lot worse when you're dealing with men compared to women because women know how to control their... vaginas (laughs) vaginas <laughs> you know what I mean the guys it's a lot yeah. harder to control them so you know this guy went in for the kill because they were spending so much time together what can you do um, Yeah. but I think you know you have uh, how long ago did this happen I know I asked that again how long ago did this happen uh,
2: all over a month
0: so have you guys been living in the same house
2: uh, yeah we live in different rooms right now
0: Right, and like, are you guys communicating with each other? Like, what's the vibe around the house?
2: It's not horrible right now. Um, We do talk and stuff, but again, I'm gone a lot, so it's not really, you know, to each other a whole lot. Right. so that kind of helps out.
0: And now, what are you, like, what has she said about the guy? Like, I mean, how do you know? Like, when you leave now for the past couple of months, like, how do you know that she's not with that guy? What did she say to you?
2: Um, she just, I mean, there's not much you can tell when she's not going to do it again. Right. Um, he
0: still works at her job. They still work together?
2: Yeah, they do still work together. Right. Um, yeah. And so, I, I mean, there's, I mean, I think there's not a whole lot of, you know, just hope that doesn't happen again and, and until we figure out what's going on. You know, if it's the a divorce, then I guess no big deal. She can do what she wants, but, you
0: know. Right, but as of right now, um, she says that her and that guy aren't together anymore, even though, but she's still, I don't know, that would be really hard for me. Like, you know for a yeah, while she is. goes to work and he's there.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's tough, definitely.
0: For you, right?
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely tough.
0: Let me ask you this, like, do, were they like texting and sexting and all that shit? Did you ever find out about any of that stuff?
2: i not, they didn't text or sex. they did a lot of, a lot of email.
0: Oh really? Um, How did you find yeah. out that she showed you or she told you?
2: Um she told me and she showed me some stuff.
0: Right. Now let me ask you this because I turned into a total snooper maniac when my boyfriend cheated on me. I you know, I couldn't take it. Like have you had the urge to sort of check her email or her phone? Like have you felt yourself going a little getting a little nutty about things?
2: Um a little bit. Not not too much. I mean, I guess I could if I wanted to.
0: No, I think um, it's but, good if you don't. I mean, that's why for me it's really hard to be with someone that I don't trust or that I because I have the tendency to get like crazy about it because I want to know things, you know. So yeah. and then I st- went and and was yeah, looking for it, and it made me nuts, <laughs> you know. And it, I don't like to. Feel and I, that way.
2: and then the guy wanted to know things too, like probably than what a girl to. would know. I want to know like how many times did you have sex? What did you do with it? You know other guys you know things like that right not just are you talking to him, you
0: know right right yeah, but and you just want to know are you still with him now and if it's not that's like that's cool yeah I guess it's better to be a guy so you're not so nutty about it and that's a good thing because I think when you start to get a little crazy it's almost it wouldn't be good especially for you because you're not around like you kind of have to like sort of trust her now because she still works with the guy and you're not around mm-hmm. So much, so mm-hmm. I mean, that would make you crazy if you went down that place. So it's good that you're not, because, I, uh, you know, how would yeah. you survive? But <laughs> you know, I, I mean, have you guys had any kind of family functions that you've had to go together and sort of make appearances since this um, has happened? Well, we went to one function, a friend
1: function. And I think
2: we played off as well. So. Really, I mean, I guess
0: she probably might pull the strings or something like that. But as far as I know, she has not really pulled any. Hello? Fuck. Okay, so that's when I lost him. But personally, the reason why I'm still airing it is because I think it's like a full podcast. Really, I got all the information I needed. He's at a point, I mean, this just happened where he doesn't know what he's going to do about it. Um, I'm not going to tell him what to do I can't do that in that kind of a situation it's not my place really you know he's got to figure it out on his own so really what more did we need to talk to him about now on to Dracul it's not Dracula I just re-listened <laughs> it's Dracul uh who's into Blumkins. so I'm gonna be right on with Dracul Cool, you're on the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy, how are you? I'm
1: doing fantastic, and yourself?
0: I'm doing fantastic too, except I've taped a lot of podcasts today, and I kind of woke up with a like bad like throat pain, and so you're my last one of the day. And you are probably the most interesting of the ones I've taped today. <laughs> I had to like literally go back and read all your emails, because you threw a lot of stuff out there in the emails. <laughs> Um, and let's start off with like the first thing I had replied to an ad that you put out there looking for some advice, quote unquote, on how you could get your girlfriend to be your blumpkin, which I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I mean, to be honest with you, I just replied to the ad and like, hey, you want to call into my show? And you're like, do you know what that is? And then you explained it to me. So why don't you explain it to my listeners? Like, is that a term that's like, people really know and I'm just like not with it or is it something that you made up or like what's the deal with that
1: word? Uh, Well it's kind of uh, I guess an oddball thing but um, I tend to enjoy those but uh, for everybody kind of unsure uh, I never heard the term either but I'd always kind of appreciated the act or the uh, the, uh, closeness that that could bring and a Blumpkin is uh, basically a it's not necessarily the act, it's more a reference to the person, but uh, this person would uh perform oral sex on you while you're taking your morning shit. <laughs>
0: I just think it's, I just think it's so funny that nobody would have known exactly where you're going with that because you start off by explaining that it's something that would bring you closer <laughs> to somebody, right? And like create yeah, well, more intimacy, closer to me. <laughs> They'd be closer to your shit, that's for sure. Um, and that's something well, that you're into having, like you're. That's something that you're into doing, or is that a joke? Like, I want to just know. Like, is that something that you're very seriously? interested in doing or do you just put it out there to see what kind of like responses you get from people i know you've had you have a very interesting life sexually besides this whole thing because you sent me some emails about stuff that you did but like with this is this a real thing that you really want to do or is it kind of like a joke
1: uh, well it's uh certainly i would en- i would enjoy it uh it's uh, there's maybe a little bit of both sides of it but um basically if I want to, the reason for my ad was to more get advice on uh, if I can get her to to be that for me, then I would also have the amazing superpowers to pretty much convince her to do anything else I would want. You know, because obviously if you can get that, then you can get just about anything that you would like.
0: Right, so maybe that's like your backdoor way of like sort of getting... Like, what your maybe your ultimate fantasy is is to get a woman to just do whatever the fuck you want. And like you say, if you put that out there and the girl says, "Hey, I'm into that," you're like, "Oh, that's that girl's gonna be like your slave. She'll do anything for you." I mean, did you ever think of getting into that world, that whole fetish world of like bondage and stuff? because, you know, people in that world do get slaves and they do get submissive women who will, you know, sort of attach to them, create a very intimate relationship. The man controls that submissive woman, and that woman has to do whatever that guy wants. Have you ever thought of getting into that world so that you could have that fantasy of having that woman be totally submissive to you?
1: Well, I've uh, been there, done that. I'm uh, I'm forty 43 years old, so, uh-huh. uh, you know, this um uh Uh, Not my first rodeo, by any means. No, I know, uh, because I remember,
0: let me just tell you, the one thing that I was really fascinated, is you said, like, when you were 20, you got back, uh, I guess you were, like, you were, at 20, you just said that you fucked a 68-year-old. For a while, right?
1: Yeah, I think she was 65, 68, you know, she was younger than 70, but older than 65, so I'm not sure, kind of, where in that, Right. But that's you know that's a big deal. It was just a curiosity. I didn't even think anything unusual about it at the time until mm-hmm. my buddy was like, "What's up with fucking grandma?" And I was like, "I don't <laughs> know. She still tastes good. It's all good."
0: <laughs> right. No, but I mean, the whole point I bring it up is because you started. I mean, that's like a twenty years old. You're sort of doing something that's so out of the box to most people, but for you, that's just like normal. When did you lose your virginity?
1: How old uh, were you? Let's see. I guess uh, I was probably twelve or so. Mm-hmm. And, and who was uh, it with?
0: Who'd you lose your virginity with at twelve? What grade I, are you I in at twelve? Do you know? Is that I like think sixth my grade?
1: I took my buddy's sister, which was awesome. How old was <laughs> the sister? Uh, she was older. I think she was. I think she was sixteen or 15, you know something like that. I don't know. Uh uh-huh. A couple of us. Kind of tapped it, you know. It's kind of one of those things. His, what's kind of weird is his brother did too, with like like his own. It was it's like his half sister, I guess, you know. But they were but like I got, like I got <laughs> <laughs> but he got sloppy seconds. I at least got the first shot at it, you know. But you oh know, being God. a twelve year old, you know, whatever, you know, younger kid, it's like, you know, and she was cute too. It's like, okay, you know, sure, you know, and I kind of had to get like a little instruction set going, you know, but.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you lost your virginity at 12 with your friend's sister, and after that sister fucked you, she fucked her half brother.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great yeah, story. Much. That's an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> when you say half brother, <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean that she's like related to that guy through like one of her parents, but not the other?
1: Yeah, I think they both had the same dad. Yeah, I think it's both had the same dad, if right. I, was, I remember right.
0: Were you guys like, was she wasted?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I was 12 years old. I don't know. That's a long time ago. I know. How old was is 12? Six, I'm trying to figure
0: out what age. Do you remember what grade 12? 12, 12 years old is. Is that like a sixth know, grade? But,
1: I don't know. But you know, a lot of kids do. You know, I did some really screwed up stuff when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And what trips me out is now when I go and I look at kids that are that age and yeah. I go, "Oh my god, I know. what the hell was I doing?" That's just. That just weirds me out. Yeah, because you felt
0: like at that age, right? Like, I used to literally... I got thrown out of, like, a bunch of high schools, and I was really bad when I was younger, and I used to smoke pot. So I went to this, like, high school for people that get thrown out of high school. We were, like, the wayward kids, right? And we were picked up by, like, one of those little buses and at your house. Like, it was great. Like, you just had to walk out. They honked and he would honk, like, 10 times till I came out. And then I'd get on the bus, and I'd, I'd relate a joint, and I would smoke weed with my bus driver every morning on my way to work. And when I think about how... When I see kids at on that at that age and they look so little to me, you know what I mean? Like I'm talking like ninth grade, tenth grade. Like I just can't believe the shit that I was doing because I didn't feel so little then, you know? Like I thought I was an adult at that point.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And it, but, you know, it's a different world, even for, you know, even for us, I think even just, you know, 20 years ago, or however, you know, however long ago, it's a different world than it is now. So yeah, totally. So I, I had something very traumatic happen when I was a kid. And so I kind of, like, when I think of things that I did when I was a kid, it's either before this happened, or after this happened, you know, so far as you know, like a timestamp, but right. What happened
0: to you? Do you mind? Would you mind bringing up what happened to you?
1: No, not at all. I mean, it's, um, I was, I had just turned 13. I Mm -hmm. mean, I can't,
0: I can't hear you. Hello. I don't hear you at all. Oh, fuck.
2: Do you have a story?
0: lifestyle?